0: book three section forty four of the world as will and idea volume one by arthur schopenhauer translated by r b haldane and j kemp this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine book three the world as idea second aspect the idea independent of the principle of sufficient reason the platonic idea the object of art section 44 what the two arts we have spoken of accomplish for these lowest grades of the objectivity of will is performed for the higher grades of vegetable nature by artistic horticulture the landscape beauty of a scene consists for the most part in the multiplicity of natural objects which are present in it and then in the fact that they are clearly separated appear distinctly and yet exhibit a fitting connection and alternation these two conditions are assisted and promoted by landscape gardening but it has by no means such a mastery over its material as architecture and therefore its effect is limited the beauty with which it is concerned belongs almost exclusively to nature it has done little for it and on the other hand it can do little against unfavourable nature and when nature works not for it but against it its achievements are small the vegetable world offers itself everywhere for aesthetic enjoyment without the medium of art but so far as it is an object of art it belongs principally to landscape painting to the province of which all the rest of unconscious nature also belongs in paintings of still life and of mere architecture ruins interiors of churches etc the subjective side of aesthetic pleasure is predominant that is our satisfaction does not lie principally in the direct comprehension of the represented ideas but rather in the subjective correlative of this comprehension pure willless knowing for because the painter lets us see these things through his eyes we at once receive a sympathetic and reflected sense of the deep spiritual peace and absolute silence of the will which were necessary in order to enter with knowledge so entirely into these lifeless objects and comprehend them with such love that is in this case with such a degree of objectivity the effect of landscape painting proper is indeed as a whole of this kind but because the ideas expressed are more distinct and significant as higher grades of the objectivity of will the objective side of aesthetic pleasure already comes more to the front and assumes as much importance as the subjective side pure knowing as such is no longer the paramount consideration for we are equally affected by the known platonic idea the world as idea at an important grade of the objectification of will but a far higher grade is revealed by animal painting and sculpture of the latter we have some important antique remains for example horses at venice on monte cavallo and on the elgin marbles also at florence in bronze and marble the ancient boar howling wolves the lions in the arsenal at venice also in the vatican a whole room almost filled with ancient animals etc in these representations the objective side of aesthetic pleasure obtains a marked predominance over the subjective the piece of the subject which knows these ideas which has silenced his own will is indeed present as it is in all aesthetic contemplation but its effect is not felt for we are occupied with the restlessness and impetuosity of the will represented it is that very will which constitutes our own nature that here appears to us in forms in which its manifestation is not as in us controlled and tempered by intellect but exhibits itself in stronger traits and with a distinctness that borders on the grotesque and monstrous for this very reason there is no concealment it is free naive open as the day and this is the cause of our interest in animals the characteristics of species appeared already in the representation of plants but showed itself only in the forms here it becomes much more distinct and expresses itself not only in the form but in the action position and mean yet always merely as the character of the species not of the individual this knowledge of the ideas of higher grades which in painting we receive through extraneous means we may gain directly by the pure contemplative perception of plants and observation of beasts and indeed of the latter in their free natural and unrestrained state the objective contemplation of their manifold and marvellous forms and of their actions and behaviour is an instructive lesson from the great book of nature it is a deciphering of the true signatura rerum we see in them the manifold grades and modes of the manifestation of will which in all beings of one and the same grade wills always in the same way which objectifies itself as life as existence in such endless variety and such different forms which are all adaptations to the different external circumstances and may be compared to many variations on the same theme but if we had to communicate to the observer for reflection and in a word the explanation of their inner nature it would be best to make use of that Sanskrit formula which occurs so often in the sacred books of the Hindus, and is called Mahavakya, that is, the great word Tat tvam Asi, which means, "This living thing, art thou." End of Book Three, Section Forty Four. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine.